Welcome to the Walking Dead UK podcast, it's an entertainment talks podcast for the Walking Dead on AMC and Fox, I'm your host Matthew, joining me today my co-host is David, how are you today? I'm surviving. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, cool, so we're here today to talk about season 10 episode 13, what we become, um, what did you think of, well, Michonne's final episode? Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it, uh, it's, I mean, it was a weird one, um, they they had that that weird dream sequency stuff, but uh, that was sort of interesting. Seeing a kind of not not evil version of Michonne, but a version of Michonne as we kind of frequently talked about of of that whole situation of what if we'd been following Negan's group rather than Rick's group for the beginning that we talked about quite a lot through that whole period. Mm. Uh, and we got to kind of get a little taste of that, of sort of what if Michonne had joined Negan rather than Rick. And uh, that, so that, that was sort of quite interesting. And you got to see some uh, old faces pop up in that as well. I don't think any of them were actually kind of on set or anything like that. Uh, in, in most cases, maybe some of the, uh, the the saviors possibly they brought back but in most cases I, you know it wasn't like they brought back like Stephen Og or anything like that or or Stephen Young or so um it was it was interesting to see that all kind of remixed i think um that was quite interesting and we finally got to catch up about where Michonne was i i thought it was interesting that we we don't seem to be having a bit with Michonne going back to the rest of the group and saying goodbyes. She's sort of disappearing remotely as far as we could tell. Um, so I'm quite glad they haven't killed her off though. That was always a bit of a concern with this, but I think they, it looks like they've done what we kind of predicted they would do, in which case she finds something to do with Rick and goes off in search of Rick, which seemed like the obvious way to play it. I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it, it, they, I think it works, you know, and uh, it does mean that we'll probably see her in those Rick movies at some point. Yeah, um, gotta say the episode didn't really like click with me with what it was trying to do. Um, no, I, I, I would agree with you on that. I, th- I don't think it's one of the strongest episodes this season. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think it was absolutely brilliant or anything like that. I, you know, I, I, I find my mind wandering a little bit through some of those dream sequences. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought it was interesting with what they were trying to do, and it was kind of nice to see that. And I think it pulled it together in the end. But, I, yeah, I, I kind of know what you mean. I wasn't quite as engaged as I think they were they were trying to make you through those earlier bits. Yeah, like, we got all these sort of, like, flashback stuff. Andrea, like, she doesn't save her, and then what about... But basically kind of trying to discover like what would what would Michonne have been like if she was basically on the other side like hadn't met Rick had met Negan instead hadn't saved Andrea let her get killed because obviously we hear Andrea scream presumably from getting bitten and that um but I don't really it was kind of interesting to see that but ultimately like at the end of the day um yeah I, I'm not sure what's the goal from their side was was it just okay we've got one last episode with Michonne let's just explore some different stuff um but I'm not sure that that worked um I think her actual exit is a little bit strange um I mean yeah it's it's basically going the same path that seeming because we're all assuming like okay she's going to go off and meet Rick in the films and that um but I just think that because they've essentially done the same thing with what they did with Rick, which is that okay, we're spo- they're supposed to meet this you know this new community that's been kind of teased to us for a while. I just think that they did it a lot lot better with Rick's exit, um last yeah last season um 
But, uh, and, and yeah, just this idea at the end of like, okay, you don't know who these two people are, um, and then they, you, you're walking off with these, well, three characters, Michonne obviously is still there, and then these two new ones, to this community that we don't really know about, and then you kind of just leave things there. Because obviously next week we're not going to go there and see what's going on with that, because we've got to finish the Whisperer War and, and get back to that. Um... I, d- I don't know, I just think that... I, I kind of was thinking about this episode and Walking Dead bottle episodes over the last... Well, it's been you know, almost two days since we've seen the episode. Um, and kind of just thinking, like, they never quite... They always have an intention with their bottle episodes. Obviously, every episode is supposed to have an actual idea as to what it's doing. And you can kind of see the ideas with different bottle episodes. But they nev- they just never quite manage to hit the nail on the head and then I started thinking about like okay when you've got I think a perfect example is something like Watchmen uh, when we yeah. talk, when we talked about Watchmen was that October last year uh, seems like a long long time ago um, now <laughs> um, but yeah kind of thinking about like okay if you compare Watchmen to something like this and obviously I won't spoil anything that happens in Watchmen here but that was a, that was a way where you could focus on different characters in different episodes for the most part you know not, not all of those episodes were bottle episodes but a lot of them were but you still had a through line continuing for the story and I remember just going on the podcast every week and being surprised that they were managing to do it week in week out yeah you know, for for the nine episodes and obviously tell just one kind of single story um but i i mean it is all part of one story you know because obviously this is tied into what michonne is doing but yeah they they just never quite managed at least, at least for me obviously people might have different opinions and that's you know completely fine they just mm. never quite managed to hit the nail on the head with maybe their intention or their goal with some of these bottle episodes um and i i I mean, I've always talked about, you know, okay, where where do you place certain episodes like this? And you've got things like the Lenny James episode after Glenn is, is getting... Yeah. Killed. And then you've got, uh, like we said uh, earlier in the season with the with the Whisper episode, which obviously, you know, we disagreed on and that, and that was completely fine again. Um, but they did, for me, they just don't always quite know where to put these episodes. And I, I don't, th- I didn't find that as much of a problem this time. It was still a little bit of an issue because I was like, okay, Alpha's dead. You're coming off this massive, you know, episode, this massive yeah. event, uh, for the show. And then like, okay, let's focus on my show next week, which we, we knew we, we, we were going to get it, but I don't know. It's just always awkward because where do you put episodes like that? Yeah, it's, it, mean, it is tough. It It is one of those things. And, and uh, it's it's one of those the episode last night was one of those where you can kind of feel the tendrils of gimbal's influence like creeping into the show a little bit um because obviously gimbal will have had some involvement i mean you know he, i i think on the day we know he's not involved in the day-to-day running of things he is now you know yeah. overlord of everything uh and he would have had to have had some involvement, particularly with this episode, because of the, the use they are going to, but seemingly continue to use that character at some point moving forward, or at least that's what we're assuming. So there, there are some sort of gimbal tendrils, I think, mm. creeping into this episode, and the the placement of it feels very much kind of old school walking dead of we've just had this major event let's completely cut away from it and jump into something else entirely unrelated and then you know we've got got next week coming as well uh you know which will probably i assume jump back to the aftermath of the death of alpha Mm -hmm. so uh, yeah it's one of those it is one of those things that yeah it it sort of feels a bit kind of old school walking dead and it's it, I, it is always very awkward to play something like this we knew it had to happen i think the fact that it, it doesn't tie 
Michonne's exit into her kind of returning to, you know, I, I mean, it makes sense within its own story, but then she doesn't get to go back and see the aftermath of everything that's happened. She knows that Alpha's dead because she's told that, but she doesn't know everything else is going on. And I think obviously that's intentional because if she did, she probably wouldn't have left. You know, if she knew that like Hilltop had basically been burnt to the ground, I, I rather suspect she wouldn't have gone off looking for Rick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so so I can sort of see why they didn't bring her back to the group. It does make sense in a story like way, but yeah, it, it is awkward and it's a bit jolting yeah, when you're uh, a few episodes from the end. Uh, <laughs> we'll get into that, I'm sure. But um, yeah, we're, we're coming up close to the, the end of the series and and suddenly you have this one episode which is kind of pulls you out of everything else that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it needed to happen at some point as well. So I, I... And if you'd done it kind of earlier on, it might have felt a little weird as well for, for if you'd slopped this end in a few episodes earlier and Michonne goes off and then suddenly you have Hilltop burnt to the ground and it, it stops you from going, oh, what if Michonne was here or Michonne doesn't know about this? Or I I, I don't know. I it, It's a tricky one to place, I think. Yeah. I think one of the other unintended consequences is, of course, when you're writing a book, you don't have actors that you have to have on or whatever because you're just drawing people on a page. And with just the idea that cause obviously Michonne isn't supposed to be leaving at this point in the story obviously she's still there in the book she's actually quite heavily involved in this war in the book but it's this kind of unintended interruption where like yeah the actress has decided to leave on seemingly good terms and that like she hasn't been fired or anything and it's just a case of her and both her and Andy at different points basically a year apart decided like they 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 wanted to just move on but you've sort of got this unintended situation where like the whisper wars really picking up momentum and we had some great stuff at the hilltop and alpha's dead and it's all great and then like ah we've got a few episodes left and this we're supposed to write out this actress of the show whereas in the i guess you could say original story that never happened yeah and they just completely go past that uh so it it's it's an issue with like okay adapting tv uh, adapting books sorry to tv or or to film whatever way around and you have an actor who doesn't want to be there and they're a major actor because i think if um this wasn't a huge character you could probably just well either have them uh, if 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 this was like a heath or something and they could <laughs> yeah. walk off screen and it would never impact anything uh then you'd have a you would just simply have a different situation so cool to yeah, see Heath again yeah. in this episode, by the way. Yeah, uh, yes, even, even though it was an it's old like, scene. Oh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though it was an old scene. Still team, never resolved was... where he went to ended up, did we? No. Yeah. No. So, uh, but yeah, I think we've done quite enough pre-talk. Uh, we uh, won't jump into housekeeping yet because uh, we have some quite big news that both impacts well the show and the podcast, which are basically tied together because we podcast when the show is on and we don't when it's not on. Simple as that. Yeah. Uh, due to what's happening in the world at the moment, you don't need me to explain what's happening. I'm sure we all, we all know, uh, at least most of us do. Um, uh, yeah, the season 10, episode 16, which was going to be the season finale. Of course, we've had 16 episodes since, I think, season 3. Um, the 16th episode, which I believe has been filmed but does need some extra work done, uh, is going to be delayed until yeah. later this year because basically they can't get well the work done at the moment because of the situation 
going on in the world. Uh, so we do only have two episodes left in the season, which is 14 next week and then 15 the week after. And then we'll get, presu- presumably when they return to filming or return to, well, working on the show. Because obviously, yeah, obviously they still have season 11 to film. They still have, uh, well, Fear season 6 to film as well. Uh, so presumably when they go back to either edit that episode or start filming season 11, that's when work will, uh, we assume, continue. And then we'll get the episode once, once it's actually you know ready to go so yeah i mean it's it's uh post-production they've not managed to do all the post-production on it that's basically the problem and whilst post-production in on a show like this is going to be a lot of uh, you know vfx um that you can do pretty much in isolation you know because i mean if you ever seen a vfx studio it's basically a you know usually a cupboard somewhere where you shove a vfx artist so uh you know that can be done fairly easy in isolation the problem may be that there may be things like um close-up shots or little pick-up things that they need to put in that you know there may be crucial little bits like that mm-hmm. uh so you know close-ups of hands doing something or, or something like there may be little bits and pieces that they haven't got that they maybe need to be able to put together or it's just been very difficult i know some of the vfx houses have being like completely shuttered and whilst people are doing some stuff remotely um it, uh, you know it, it could depend where the footage is and getting things to people and i mean there's all sorts of issues with doing it that way it's not exactly straightforward mm-hmm. so uh yeah we know that they've they've shut down pre-production on season 11 as well um so i do wonder if because we also know that world beyond has yes uh been shifted and it is possible that maybe there's something in World Beyond that relates to the finale as well. Maybe. Maybe to um, this group that we keep yeah, hearing about or whatever. So it, it, I, I wonder because the, the obviously World Beyond, which is the new spin-off series, that has had its delay launched until later in the year because um, that was supposed to come out in April and was going to run directly after the finale of... Yeah. King Dead. So I wonder if maybe if either they've delayed the spin-off because they want some Walking Dead content to be able to put on just in case season 11 is delayed or it could be that story-wise that links directly into something in the finale and that is why they've had to push that back because they don't want to run that out before the finale's gone out of this. So um yeah, it's a pain but uh, you know yeah. that, better, better, it, better it is what it is than, at the better to be safe than sorry at the moment yeah, you don't want to risk it is what it is you can't you can't force people to go in and finish things on uh, tv shows because that's really not an essential thing to do as much as it sucks so uh, yeah hopefully they'll get that back some point in the later in the year and mm-hmm. uh, we'll be able to to uh, catch up with everything uh, given the photo that they put out with Daryl in this crowd-like scenario, and given that, well, the, the rules of this virus, which is, okay, don't go, you know, social distancing, obviously, obviously don't get in direct contact with other people, um, and that sort of thing, I think I might know what they're trying to get done and what they can't get done, given, well, like I said, you know, obviously I you know, know the, the book stuff and all that, and yes, it's not always exactly the same, but I think I know what they might be trying to get done and it definitely makes sense as to why you can't do that so, right okay, uh, i can't say what enough. that is obviously but i think given what happens at the end of this war which assumably will be the end of the 10th season we hope it sort of will because we don't want it to go into season 11 um and given the photo that they've put out and and that sort of thing it makes right. sense so 
there we go. Um, but yes, we will still obviously podcast. Well, we'll do the rest of this podcast first, which is what we, we've got to finish off. Uh, and then we'll do obviously next two weeks. And then like like we said, was it last week? The week before when someone said, hey, what are you going to do podcast wise if the show gets delayed? It's simply a case that when the show comes back, we, we will podcast will on it yeah. when it's not on the air anyway, which it usually isn't in the summer. Um, we Then we just podcast on different stuff. So uh, there you go. So, uh, but yeah, can't be helped. We don't want anyone to get sick or spread the illness or whatever, especially on sets where there's going to be people. You know, yeah, that yeah, you really don't want. That sort of thing. So, uh, but yes, we wish the crew, the cast and the crew and everybody involved in the show well. And obviously wish everybody else well and uh, stay safe. Please stay at home because uh, I'm still seeing people outside. But yes. uh, yeah, I think we've discussed that uh, quite enough. And uh, let's move into some housekeeping. Well, you let, uh, I'll let you know what else we've been doing on Entertainment Talk. So uh, we'll see you for that in a minute. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right-hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier. That gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, streaming service reviews have continued. Uh, This week was the BBC iPlayer, which is of course again one of the other paid subscription services, but with the TV license and, and things like that. So again, I discuss content, the app, and uh everything related to that um so you can check that out as well and obviously yes next week will be disney plus which is available in the uk um if you don't want to pay for it yet there is a a seven day free trial which you can get and then either six pound for the month or it's now 60 pound for the year isn't it because that deal is yeah is gone so uh go and check it out definitely loads of stuff on there so uh yeah go and check that out as well uh let's play sundays for uh pro evolution soccer 2020 the coach mode so that's where you can watch me make decisions and uh, try to be a great manager and um yeah you can watch that as well so that's not me directly playing the game and taking control of the players that's me setting the tactics out and hoping that the computer somewhat responds to them so <laughs> so there's yeah. that uh barry returned last week to the co-host chair we discussed our top 10 hor- favorite horror films and discussed um also horror from the 70s as well that was mainly barry discussing the, the 70s <laughs> horror stuff but uh yeah because yeah. he, he's got the uh the horror back- background with that but i still did my uh just normal top 10 horror uh films list so you can check that out as well so that was really good to uh podcast with barry again better call soul obviously last week season five episode five tomorrow we'll be doing season five episode six so look out for that remember that's on thursdays not on wednesdays uh westworld obviously last week we talked about season three episode one and later today we'll be talking about season three episode two that's on wednesdays remember walking dead westworld wednesdays 
W, basically. So uh, look out for that. Uh, last week, obviously, we did Walking Dead. Uh, gaming talk last week, we talked about um, the Xbox uh, Series X and information, save states, and how you can swap between games pretty uh, uh, well done with, with that sort of stuff as well. Uh, today we'll, we will be talking about the PlayStation 5 reveal in air quotes uh, and comparing it to the Xbox Series X and some other things as well. Um, E3 has also been cancelled but will be a Twitch and YouTube event and uh, we also talked a little bit about Warner Brothers games. Uh, CW Superheroes for Batwoman Season 1 Episode 15. Uh, 20 TV shows to watch that have either finished or are going to be finishing so no danger of those shows being cancelled. Um, and David also did a uh, 10 feel good, I remember it was feel good uh, yes. shows that you can go and watch of course that's a written, D- David did a written version on geektime.co.uk and I obviously did a podcast version for 20 shows uh, that he, he have either finished or are going to be finishing on entertainmenttalk.org so check out uh, both of those, I think we only had two shows that were the same so 28 shows basically that you can go and yep. watch so uh, check those out ITV Hub Review which we did last week and uh, yeah that's pretty much what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms of course there's no film reviews at the moment no um, uh, football podcast because that is not obviously being played at the moment although some people like to play it on the field at this uh, <laughs> this time so uh, but uh, yeah that's pretty much what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms uh, dream flashback Michonne travels through the woods with her two armless walkers uh, just as she did when we met her in the well start slash end of season two and season three because we saw her at the yeah. end of season two but not her properly uh, that we met in uh, season three she watches Andrea get chased by walkers nearby but instead of helping her she walks her she walks away so a different uh, scenario and that is our uh, cold open for the episode um yeah, and it, it it was kind of interesting, I suppose, to explore, okay, what about if Michonne made this decision or that decision or joined Negan, and obviously this is one of those changes. Um, yeah, kind of reminding us of how, I don't know if useless is the right word, but, like, Andrea's just falling over, she's screaming, she was never really that great at fighting walkers, to be honest. She had yeah. chances to kill the governor that she didn't take back in Season 3, and, uh, yeah, she's uh, obviously almost dying here obviously in the actual season three uh episode she does save andrea actually i think that's at the end of season two that that sort of timeline uh she does save andrea but then she dies later of course yeah Uh, but um yeah what do you think of seeing this i guess alternative flashback timeline thing yeah i mean it's honestly it's so long ago that i i Mm. kind of it popped up and it's like oh that's laurie uh they got her back for something and then i kind of realized oh that's the that's what the scene is um so yeah that's i thought that was a little bit uh weird uh just as a cold open and i had to kind of you know shunt my brain into remembering what that actually happened (laughs) but um yeah yeah you're right i think that was the end of the the second season and you see uh, the sort of shadowy figure of Michonne holding the two walkers and it was in shadow because they hadn't cast Denai at the time so it was a stand-in uh it wasn't actually Denai playing Michonne in that episode so um yeah, yeah we I never mean, saw her at the end of season two yeah, yeah all, it was just you, a you saw figure. her back, back bit and it was kind of an outline a silhouette of her uh, yeah. with the the walkers um, so it was kind of nice seeing that kind of come back and you know at the end of the episode we see that kind of go full circle and her making different decisions and and so i sort of get the purpose of why they started it there with that um and yeah i i don't know it's it's one of those things i i found myself 
kind of half watching through the whole dream sequency stuff later on but it was an interesting kind of cold open because you were like i because the problem was it depends whether you can remember exactly what the situation was when michonne met them in yeah, the first like seven place seasons ago or whatever yeah, yeah. and, and uh, so i was that was where i struggled with it i was like eh, what a eh? i don't get it uh, and uh, and it took me a little while to kind of my brain to go filtering through its rolodex to find <laughs> to find the relevant bit of information so uh, yeah that that kind of threw me slightly but um yeah i i mean i that was that was interesting as a cold open i guess and mm. uh, does tie into the stuff and it and it does sort of end up rounding things off quite ni- nicely towards the end of the series like towards the end of the episode sorry mm-hmm. To me, it was a bit like, okay, I get what you're doing here. You're showing us, okay, what if, basically, what if Michonne's life had turned out differently? But it was like, okay, what is your aim or your point or your sort of goal with it? Yeah. Um, so, because, I mean, they're not creating, we're not going to start seeing an alternate timeline of The Walking Dead. Uh, we, you know, no. it's, it's, it's just different flashback stuff. But it was sort of like, okay, I get what you're doing, but what is your kind of goal with it, basically? So, yeah. But uh, yeah, obviously we know. Well, she survived that scene, but obviously Andrea dies later. So yeah, um, there you go. Back to the present. Michonne and Virgil arrive on the island to search for uh, munitions. Virgil is Virgil stops. Sorry to pick some flowers with Michonne. Uh, reminds um, while well, Michonne reminds him of the task at hand. They travel to a U.S. Navy research facility, which contains leftover supplies and a map uh, charting out different groups. Michonne uh, unsheaths, I believe that's how you say that, uh, her katana and asks Virgil where his family is. So he takes her to their graves. There's three graves there. Uh, Michonne is furious. He lied and threatens to search for the ammunition by herself. Virgil stops her and reveals his true agenda. He needs her... He needs her to find, uh, t- to kill his undead family in the facility for closure. So he's basically kind of lied. Um... Yeah, I thought this, uh, you know, back to sort of what's actually happening in the current timeline and stuff and uh, finding out where. Because we haven't seen, yeah, anything from Michonne for for a, a good few episodes yeah. at this point. Because obviously we've done a lot of Whisperer storyline stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, it was good to get back to, to see what she's, she's kind of up to and immediately to actually find out, okay, Virgil's got different kind of motivations and there is no, like, family there to be had and... and for them to kind of continue their mission. So, and you know, as always, it's great to see a uh, deny back on screen. So, yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think of the kind of start of, I guess the actual, I, mean, I don't want to say the actual episode, because obviously the episode has started, but you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Uh, the start of the plot really for this episode. Yeah. I mean, guy going mad on an Island on his own. I, I mean, I, I kind of get the feeling this is something we've done already. Um, you know, I mean, not in exactly this context, but I, I do feel that this is a trope that they've they've kind of driven over a few times. So, I mean, yeah, fine, whatever. Uh, is this comic related at all, or is this completely out of it? Because Virgin, Virgil was a, a original character, wasn't he, I think, for the TV show? Well, yeah, when Michonne goes off in the boat um at the end of the war with negan basically in between the the time jump or during during basically the time jump that we get after the war with negan she goes off on the boat with pete i don't think this is even like a name change of a character i do think this is a different character 
Um, I don't remember that much of Pete, and he wasn't shown too much in in that particular part of the story because basically you don't you don't see that in the book. And I remember there was questions asked to Kirkman for a while of like, "Hey, where is Michonne? Where where is she in this post time jump sort of thing?" And um, yeah, it it was weird because there was the Walking Dead uh, Telltale Michonne game, which yeah, was like a three part yeah. episode. Which it, it's weird that you have to buy a game video game story in order to find out what happened to her uh in that sort of meantime i remember playing i don't remember too much of what kind of happened but it was just it was just her her sort of event uh, her sort of journey or adventure with uh with pete um but it was just sort of her going off after the war and finding herself a bit or just you know just kind of taking a break and ex- exploring a little bit so yeah like i kind of said i think at the start of season 10 when we when we knew about this boat thing um they've literally kind of moved one it, it still worked oddly enough because it's sort of like you know rick's gone and she wants to try and go and yeah. find him and then also help with the war by getting the ammunition that virgil was talking about um but they've sort of managed to just because it doesn't happen in the show obviously once we come back for was it yeah season nine after the time jump um like she's still there she hasn't gone and it, there's no sign of that sort of storyline because uh, I, I thought at the time that like, oh you can just i guess skip that and she just hasn't gone and you just don't have pete in the show uh, obviously, this is Virgil, a different character. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's essentially what they've done. So yeah. Um, so we'll see what. Uh, I mean, like I said, we'll have to probably wait till the first, maybe the second film, because I think the first of these Rick films has really got to be okay. Where has Rick been this whole time? What's the situation with him? What does he remember? Is Jadis or Anne? Was it Anne? She changed her name to or her real I name was? I think so. Yes. Uh, like, is she still there? What's and what's the deal with the group that he's? flown off to sort of thing so it yeah. might be a while before we even know where this is kind of going so because yeah. uh, obviously rick doesn't go off in a helicopter in the book he stays uh with the group the whole time so mm-hmm. um but uh yeah that's pretty much the start of that little scene uh michonne leads virgil inside where she kills walkers as um he hides behind the gurney once they uh, have taken care of them uh, they find a room where half a dozen walkers are uh, hanging by their nooses you don't see the top halves of them but uh, you just no. see the feet in well you know what's going on anyway um it's there virgil finds his family uh, later michonne helps virgil bury them but demands he take uh, her to the weapons this is something i want to talk about here i just want to pause here while i have a full stop there um Virgil just being kind of really clumsy and like she because there's this gap that they both go past in there and she like gets past it really well or whatever and really silently and yeah. he's just like knocking over a bunch of stuff and I, I just had my uh, my head in my hands at that point I was like what what's what's the what's the deal with this guy and then yeah you, you kind of just have this feeling from then to the end of the episode of like okay Michonne's gonna have to basically not physically carry him but like combat wise yeah uh, have to like carry him through the episode and and uh keep him safe i suppose because he's uh not great at, at doing this stuff clearly so no um yeah what, what did you think when virgil started to sort of mess up like that i suppose yeah i mean this was the sequence i some of the sequence i don't know for some reason didn't kind of grab me all that much because mm. i think because it was a little predictable in like oh you know when he started being quite evasive about the fact that all weapons were there and then he talks about you know his family you kind of I kind of saw where all this was going and the fact that he was clearly insane and it was, there was something that had obviously happened and she's going to go in there and find something horrible. And then he's going to turn on her. And, you know, I mean, I I think it was a little predictable, the writing here. And um, that's where I, so I was kind of half watching this bit because it was sort of, I, I think you just, 
I don't think Virgil was a particularly well-written character, um, uh-huh. you know, and it was a sort of means to an end of of you know, what they were doing with Michonne. But yeah, yeah, I so I I was not that interested because I was kind of I knew where this was kind of going to end up, and clearly Michonne's going to get out of this because she's Michonne. So you know, you're not going to kill her off on that island away from everybody. And I think it had been, we'd all kind of assumed that it was unlikely she was going to die, I think. So there was a lot of tension taken out of this. Mm-hmm. You know, it seemed fairly obvious that the way to get rid of her was was to have her go off and find Rick. And, the, you know, the, rather than try and kill off the character. Uh, and certainly, I think, had Virgil managed to sort of take down Michonne, that would have been a horrible ending for that character given it's Michonne and nobody should be able to, you know, certainly not somebody like Virgil should be able to get the better of us. So I, I, I think that would have been as bad a death as sort of the, the whole Andrea thing um, where she kind of got forced off the show. So I, you know, I, I, I kind of was a little disinterested at this point, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it would have been massively weird and disappointing if, like, Virgil had killed her by the end of the episode. That would have been really quite strange and, and disappointing. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it sort of reminds me of the whole clear stuff with Morgan. Like, they find Morgan yeah. after all this time, and Rick knows who Morgan is, and I don't think Michonne did. Was it Michonne, Rick, and Carl who all went to see, or they, like, found him or whatever? I and just this sort of so, thing, yeah. about, like, you know, I, I've seen people in... Um, Human human skins, all that sort of stuff. I still wonder if that was a reference to the Whisperers. It must have been, I think, mm. when, when Morgan. Yeah, I that. think so. Yeah, because yeah. um, obviously they could have easily still been around back then. But uh, yeah, it kind of reminds me of okay, the, uh, the guy losing his mind and his, you know, the people around him, not necessarily friends and family, because I wouldn't really call Michonne part of Virgil's friends or family. But no. um, d- you know, the people around you who are, who are with you have to kind of keep you sane or keep you keep you going, and that was sort of the idea of the episode so yeah we, we we've seen it before in the show obviously you know once you get 10 seasons into a tv show you can somewhat accidentally repeat certain things yeah but uh i mean it's a, it it was the same idea but a different scenario which i think helped it a little bit so there you go uh he asks um to wait until tomorrow to push uh Sorry, he asks to push until tomorrow morning, um, and she reluctantly agrees. That night, Michonne searches the place on her own, so ignoring kind of what he said. Uh, She hears people whispering and then spots Virgil standing behind her. He locks her in the room and says, I trusted you, and you ruined it. And this is where... I think this is where the episode starts to uh, lose its focus a little bit, maybe. Because then after that, we get into some, like... You've got this kind of... Um, I was trying to think of a show in the moment that kind of reminds me of it, but I couldn't think of one. When she starts tripping and you start seeing these colours on the screen, and I was just... I know that's not quite this scene I've just read out, but obviously it leads into it. And I kind of just thought, like, okay, this isn't very Walking Dead-esque. Um, like, we've seen people obviously lose their minds before, like I've just said with Morgan, and you know, you've obviously had Carol go through a bunch of different stuff. Um, and obviously some other characters, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's the start of, like, okay, now he's locked her in a room, and, you know, we we can see the, the tables turning in that sort of way. So, um, yeah, what did you think of when he locks her in the room, I suppose? Yeah, again, I, I thought it was sort of fairly predictable where this was going. Mm. Um, the, I mean, the, not so much the drugging 
stuff. Uh, but but certainly her getting locked up by Virgil and him kind of clearly being insane. You, I, I don't know. I'm kind of slightly disappointed in Michonne that she didn't see that coming and was, wasn't was a bit more aware of her surroundings at that point because it's Michonne and you kind of thought she would be. Um, so, yeah, the, the, the drugging stuff... I, I mean, well, we'll get onto that in a minute, I guess. But right. uh, yeah, yeah, the the actual kind of locking in the cell, I kind of thought, well, I, I was like, she yeah, really I'm sure. Sort of yeah, yeah, it was like, yeah, well, of course that was going to happen. So it's almost like this episode had a had two problems where it tried to be too simple. Of like, okay, you know that this guy is is turning on her and not trusting her. That's the simple part. And in the part where they've maybe tried too hard in a way with all the flashbacks and the tripping and all that sort of thing. And it's like they're trying to... I don't know. It's sort of like they had two problems that are like completely the opposite of each other. Where you try yeah. too hard and then you try to do something too simple and it's almost too predictable. And then they combine together and, well, make this episode. So Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the next morning Michonne hears four prisoners on the other side of the wall. Uh, don't try bother escaping. Uh, it's booby trapped. They tell her. They explain. Um, uh, they used to be friends with Virgil when they after they took him in. Uh, fights broke out when rations went low and Virgil's family died after they locked uh, everyone in the facility, uh, causing him to snap, which is you know what he's sort of like now. Um, later, Virgil visits Michonne and uh, she demands he let her out, but he won't. Obviously, uh, she then begins hallucinating, seeing her hooded self walk past. Um, what did you do? She yells at him. So. Yeah, this is where things start to happen, and uh, I will say one thing. I I mean, I didn't quite see it coming, but then once it kind of, once this other group showed up, I was like, oh yeah, he's probably got other people locked up. But that wasn't one thing I was expecting in a way. I did think that like, okay, once she gets into this room, it's just going to be her and Virgil. Um, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, so it, it wasn't sort of like, okay, I was surprised that there was other people, and I wasn't expecting it initially. But then once it popped up, I was like, oh yeah, he's probably done this to other people. So yeah. Um, yeah, what do you think of seeing these these nameless new <laughs> yes. other characters? Well, I mean, presu- presumably they'll get names. They may get names moving forward because they got on the boat and went back with Michonne. So mm-hmm. whilst Michonne's go went off in her own direction, presumably they're at Oceanside, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it would seem that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. We'll we'll see. Kind of maybe we'll get a bit more of of these. We don't know what else she actually went back with as well. But uh, yeah, it's I mean, fine, whatever. I, as you say, it wasn't initially that obvious that maybe he locked other people up. I mean, it could e- easily have just been the pair of them and him locking her up because he was lonely. But I mean, I, yeah, fine. It it was. I, I just I, I struggled just to find that much interesting in this story. I think, mm, uh, yeah. And uh, I mean, you know, and the the upcoming sequence I think was interesting, but not necessary. So you yeah. know, yeah, I agree. 
So, uh, but later Michonne pleads with Virgil again to let her out. Uh, she hallucinates voices and then becomes uh, very cold. She sees Sadiq, good old Avi Nash, uh, met him last year, and a uh, very cool guy, uh, who tells her to let the medicine do its work. You were supposed to act, uh, sorry, you're supposed to protect us. Uh, you let me die, and Rick and Carl. So basically, blaming Michonne for deaths, which again is a bit of a predictable thing to hear when you've when you feel like you've let people down uh, and things like that uh, he screams at her Sadiq vanishes and in comes uh, Mich- Michonne's former self uh, who hands her a chain she gets taken back uh, in time to Andrew's attack where she chooses to walk away as well so because uh, we kind of visit that twice it's a little yeah. bit weird as to why they chose to visit that twice but uh, yeah this is where I mean this I mean you started seeing like purple colours on the screen and stuff and I was kind of for some reason, I can't think of a show to compare this to, which is weird, because obviously we watch a fair bit of television. Um, could, could you think of a show to compare to, like, well, not not just, hallu- not just hallucinations, but, like, colours coming up on the screen and the screen going weird and that kind of thing? Mm, no, no, I mean, I'm sure I've seen... It's one of those things. I know what you mean. I'm sure I've seen this sort of thing before, but not nothing immediately leaps to mind. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Legion, maybe? yeah well yeah legion was trippy pretty much throughout so (laughs) yeah yeah um i was thinking of maybe preacher but preacher didn't really do that too much although i hadn't seen the second or the third season i saw at least the first season but yeah you start to see her tripping and she hallucinates different people again it's great to see like you know uh steven young back as glenn it's great to see heath again it's great to see rick again it's great to see um you know maggie back on screen although she's you know pregnant and and whatever and on on the on her knees and stuff but it's great to just see some of these some of these characters that have either left you know like heath and that or just died like people like glenn uh and andrea it's great to see them again but yeah we'll get on to some some other stuff in a minute but uh yeah good to see sadiq again do you think abby nash um yeah no i mean that was obviously a a new bit i guess that was filmed i would think for this probably so so they must have got him back on set to do that. Um, but whereas most of the other stuff was archive footage. So, uh, so yeah, oh, yeah, always nice to see him back for mm-hmm. a little bit, even if it's a one-off. Yeah. Uh, later, she sees Daryl on the road and begs for them to help her, but keeps going. Afterwards, she gets surrounded by Negan and the Saviors. She takes a swing at him and he uh, pushes her down with Lucille. Uh, I like you and your... Uh, lady nuts and stuff uh negan tells her uh, laura tosses her an apple and michonne decides to join the whisperers at that point uh and then we'll get you, on to some of the other saviors saviors at that point not whisperers mm-hmm. the yeah, saviors sorry point. yeah um yeah uh so this is this is the backpack stuff as well where i can't remember which i can't remember which season that was but there, i remember there was a season where or an episode where Rick and... It wasn't Daryl, it was Rick and Carl, I think, in a car or something. And there was this, like, orange backpack guy. He wasn't orange, obviously, the backpack was. Um, and, like, they drove past him twice. And I think the second time they drove past him, they saw, like, him dead or something like that. So this is sort of yeah. Michonne being in place of that. Uh, that must have been in, like, season four or something when the... Vague when, recollection of that, yes. Yeah, when when the when the prison was uh was around, because that was sort of in between. That wasn't when we had like season two age Carl or like season eight age Carl. That was sort of that middle part, where he's obviously still still growing up in that. Um, but yeah, I think that in that episode they went past him twice. I think maybe the second time he was dead or something. And um, yeah, it's pretty much putting again that's that scenario, but swapping Michonne around. Um, and sort of putting her as the backpack, backpack person this time. So, 
Mm. I don't really know. I mean, it doesn't matter ultimately, but I don't really know why Daryl was there when it was Rick and Carl who were there in the in the first uh, scenario. <laughs> probably because probably they couldn't get Andy Linker to come over and do it. Um, maybe. Yes. I mean, I mean, what you could have done is again use the old footage, but then replace the backpack maybe. with Michonne. But ultimately, it doesn't really matter. So. Uh, yeah, again, interesting to see old stuff. We do like a trip down memory lane and things. Um, but, uh, yeah, what do you think of Michonne being in place of this backpack person? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I hadn't even made the connection that that's what it was. I Again, it's referencing a lot of stuff which are kind of deep cuts if you're... And I mean, you know, obviously we're both big fans of the show, but I, my memory isn't what what it what it was. So, did uh, you know, being able to kind of remember things, specific incidents from like season three or four is is uh, yeah, no. Um, so, I mean, interesting, I guess. Uh, the whole dream sequence stuff I thought was intriguing, and it does throw up, as I said, this interesting thing that we talked about at the time about what if we'd been following the Saviors group and, um. You know, the, you get the, all the all this stuff with, uh, you know, Glenn and Heath and uh, them them attacking the uh, the satellite station. Yeah, we'll talk and, about that in a second. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I I mean, interesting, but yeah, I, I hadn't made that connection at all. What that sequence was, uh, I you know, and it was nice to see sort of old school Negan back again. Mm, yeah. Uh, later we see the moment when uh, Glenn and Heath infiltrate the Saviour compound at night. Uh, Glenn kills Laura in her sleep, uh, and then because uh, she's she's the one that Beta slammed like into the wall or whatever a couple of episodes ago. Right, she? pretty sure that's her. Um, yeah, Glenn kills Laura in her sleep, and then Michonne wakes up and shoots uh, and kills Glenn and Heath. That would have been interesting to see, because um, obviously Heath. Well, never died, and Glenn dies a li- uh, much later, doesn't he? So yeah, um, yeah, she wakes up and kills them. So again, swapping her to her becoming a savior and putting her in that situation. Rick takes out the saviors, and uh, Michonne's able to escape. You sort of see him a little bit in the background. You can see him quite clearly, but it's still him using his. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's an AK-47. Um, using that and shooting, just like just like we saw in the that was probably a, no that was season six end end of season six because we hadn't quite met Negan at that point, and they were like doing. Because that was the the deal they made with Gregory, wasn't it? Like, um, hey, you you go and take out these savior people, and we'll like yeah, yeah. help you out, stupid Gregory. Uh, <laughs> um, stupid Gregory, yeah, yes, stupid Gregory. Um, but yeah, she's able to escape. Shortly after, we see Negan at the um, lineup. He stops uh, his eeny meeny uh, chant, and instead, Michonne uh, lets Michonne do the honors instead. Uh, she then points Lucille at herself in the lineup, which is really strange, uh, and then swings takes herself out a different version of herself after that we see michonne get shot by daryl's crossbow in the woods he kicks her down and then sees uh she sees rick um shoot her in the head so basically it's sort of daryl pins her down and then uh rick shoots her instead which i think that that rick shot is when he killed somebody else yeah we are yeah series again again i i think it's another one of those daryl replacing rick things I, i you know they needed obviously the sequence where somebody shoots actually at Michonne and rather than get Andy to come back and do that one little scene, uh, they had Daryl shoot her and pin her to the floor when, and then morphed it into Rick for the close up because mm-hmm. they could use an archive shot for that. So yeah. Um, I mean, it, there, there was, I think that was the other thing with this was 
there were clearly bits that were just reusing archive footage and there were clearly a few bits that they'd shot specifically and they were using the dream sequence to try and cover up the fact that they hadn't got certain actors to come back and do bits to alter them just slightly you know so i there was there was that i guess uh which i i mean i don't know whether that stood out to everybody but certainly that stood out to me i I did really notice when um when michonne goes quite close up to rick in the lineup i could sort you could sort of see not everybody might have seen it um but like you can sort of see michonne's head like isn't meant to be there Right, and yeah. like how they've clearly done some sort of green screen thing to where that's obviously old footage when Negan is probably leaning into Rick, yeah. uh, like into his face to intimidate him and that. And then they've just probably replaced or done it over the top so where uh, Denai comes in as yeah. as, as Michonne. Uh, it didn't look as bad as what it could have. Like it could have looked a lot worse. Like the show's certainly no, done I mean, some green I, screen stuff where it's been worse in the past. I think but, it uh, looked fine. I think it yeah. looked fine. No, I think and, it looked uh, right. Yeah. Uh, just uh, they asked him and uh, there somebody asked him in an interview what was it like going back to do that to Jeffrey uh, yeah we, Jeffrey what was it like to going back and doing that kind of Negan scene again and says well the one major difference was I didn't have Andy Lincoln kneeling in front of me blowing snot bubbles out of his nose so I thought it was right but yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, mm. so I mean yeah it was kind of all quite interesting and stuff um, but I, yeah, I, I think the the fact that it was a dream sequence allowed them to mess around with things and use old archive footage for things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was fine. And it was sort of interesting uh, and showed this, this sort of other side of a different direction Michonne could go. But again, like you said at the start, I'm not entirely sure what they were trying to do with this. It sort of ended up being a bit of meaningless fun in a way. Like, yeah. hey, hey, it'd be fun to check out, like, what if Michonne did this and that instead, but it doesn't amount to much. Exactly. I mean, I I, I guess it adds some weight to the bit at the end and it sort of shows you how far she's maybe come from the person that we met at the beginning. And I think that's the purpose of it um, to, to, to sort of add some weight to that. But, yeah, it it did feel a bit like we're doing this because we can do it rather than writing a coherent bit of plot, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So. Um, I wonder what it was like for for Norman and Deny on set, like one of them to kill the other one. I wonder yeah. what that what, what with the uh, the little crossbow shot. I wonder what that was yeah. uh, kind of like. Cause I I'm obviously we can't we don't know what the script says exactly, but I imagine it was something along, along the lines of in a flashback, Daryl shoots uh, Michonne with, with a crossbow bolt or, or something like that. Obviously, I don't know what the script said, but I wonder what they kind of thought when they both kind of uh, I, I'm, got I'm sure Norman loved that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, again, just fun, but it's... Uh, yeah, we, we've kind of talked about that. But uh, back to the present. Uh, Michonne vomits into a bucket. Great stuff. As Virgil offers her water, she grabs the fork and uh, stabs him in the leg as she escapes. She frees the other prisoners, which we don't quite actually see, but I'll 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 buy that she went in the other room and just let them yeah, out. It's it's fine. not I yeah. don't need to see it, but uh, they don't specifically show that. Uh, she yeah frees the other prisoners and they run outside where the boat is um, burning currently. So yes. yeah, her escaping pretty simple scene. I don't think there's too much necessarily to say there, but uh, good to see her finally well get out of the room. So. Uh, that was good as well. Uh, Michonne tackles um, Virgil in the woods and holds a knife to uh, his throat. 
He begs for his life as the prisoners yell for Michonne to kill him. There's that one woman in the group who's like really yeah, urging Michonne to do so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, despite their pleading, Michonne can't bring herself to kill him. Uh, taking his life, uh, you lose more of yourself. But mercy, you get something. You get something. Peace. Uh, she says, still one of the other prisoners uh, pistol whips Virgil and throws him into their room. Um, so yeah, just a bit more of the escape attempt and uh, what ultimately sort of comes of that uh anything to say about these two little scenes it's, it's just kind of build up to yeah sort of no what we i mean it's sort of on. build up to the the later stuff i think and again it's another thing showing the michonne now compared to what michonne was or could have been i guess yeah you know they're weighing in on that but mm-hmm. you know uh, Michonne tells him that um, there's not a goddamn uh, thing anywhere after searching the place. He claims there might still be weapons out there and reveals when he uh, trips, he gets to see his family when he has the drugs in him or whatever. Uh, Michonne doesn't care. She orders him to let um, her get her, her stuff back. In the room, Michonne finds Rick's boots. Uh, she holds them close, obviously, before uh, slamming Virgil against the door and asking, where the hell did you get these? This is where things begin to get a bit more interesting, when the Rick yes. stuff comes in and actually tying it into what ultimately matters in the show. Like we said, it was fun to explore the flashbacks and what could have happened and that, but this is, this is getting... In, this is actually... I know it's only boots and, like, uh, obviously we see the... the um, little drawing thing afterwards but that is some you know big stuff tying into rick and okay where where actually has it gone and what's this community and i, I know those questions don't get asked specifically in this little scene but it's it's this it's the episode bringing itself back to okay we yes, only have something a bit th- more interesting yeah, we only have this episode we do have to get to something uh, yeah. and and actually progress something forward so um yeah interesting to see his boots there's not to nothing to say about rick's boots it's just a pair of boots but uh yeah, I thought that was where the episode started to started to again. I, I kind of agree with you as well. Started to make me pay attention a bit more. Um, yeah. So that was good as well. Anything to say about uh, her discovery here of Rick's boots? Uh, no, other than I mean, I, this is we would said right at the very beginning. I think yeah, when we doing the the preview thing for this, that the this is probably the edgic strategy they have for Michonne is mm. somehow she's going to find something of Rick's and end up going out looking for her. But that's exactly what's happened. So, you know, um, yeah, it, it's kind of obvious. But uh, the boots, I, I thought were, you thought maybe the gun would be the obvious thing, not the boots to appear, you know, her, her spotting Rick's gun. But um, doesn't Judith have that? Uh, yeah, I suppose she does. Um I mean, so, yes, you sort of, that is, yes, that's true. And she's got the hat as well. And those were the sort of most iconic bits. So I guess the boots are the other Mm. thing. Because when he washed ashore, if you want to call it that, um, he obviously lost his hat there and his his gun. I'm assuming his gun fell out of his hand when he shot the barrels or something. Obviously, this is going back back a bit. But, uh, yeah, obviously his boots stayed on and then they obviously took them off of him when they've flown to where wherever him and Anne have gone so yes it's still not entirely sure how they ended up on a boat in the middle of nowhere but yes <laughs> yeah yeah again this is this is what the first rick film has got to tell us so how long yes. do you think that will be about two hours probably something? i yeah i imagine it'll be a two-hour movie um you know well four-hour story in total i would think or an hour and a half or something like that so hmm. yeah 
Uh, but Virgil takes Michonne to a docked Navy ship and says uh, the boots are uh, washed up during a, a storm, he says. Uh, she handcuffs him um, to the wall and begins searching. She th- flips through papers before finding... Uh, it says here an iPhone, but I'm not... Is that what it was? I, uh, I don't know. It was a cell phone. Oh, it was, it was a, something, yeah. Uh, with her and Judith scratched on the screen along with um, Rick above it. Uh, so, it was yeah, it was Michonne and Rick... Sorry, Michonne and Judith on the thing, but had Rick's name uh, scratched above on it. Uh, Michonne breaks down in tears and Virgil says, uh, holy shit, that's you. Michonne turns to him and, and accuses him of trying to uh, find her at Oceanside. She, he says uh, he's never seen it before as Michonne becomes uh, more hysterical. Vir- Virgil uh, says he doesn't know Rick, um, but maybe if they can get uh, the boat working, they can find him, which is, again, the goal of this entire thing yes so um yeah i you know liked seeing the little drawing kind of thing and uh I yes thought that was there is interesting. there is an interesting point which has been brought up about the uh the drawing the drawing of judith is a drawing of judith kind of now and yeah rick doesn't know yeah and rick doesn't know what judith looks like now so is that um some kind of error or has he seen her somehow or is there some some sort of him imagining what she'd look like now maybe um possibly because we don't know when this was done either you know we don't know whether he's somehow managing to manage to spot her and if he had why didn't he make contact so yeah, the the little drawing actually throws up a few more questions than it answers because it is clearly it's Michonne and he knows what Michonne's look like. Michonne looks like, but he didn't know what Judith would look like yeah, at her current age because so. yeah, she was a lot younger then. So yeah, um, that's a that's an interesting question. We'll I, see we'll get, whether we'll get an answer to that. I don't think I can put that down to Rick has seen judith in some way it's either an error or like you said he's just drawing an older version possibly of judith yeah but what he thinks she'll look like that is a bit weird so um but you know it's whatever so um but yeah it it was interesting to see that and just to see after a season and a half roughly episode Mm -hmm. six of season nine he left um just, just just good to see the main show kind of well tying back to Rick in some way shape or form was was good as well so there's that uh, later Michonne asks Virgil to come with her and uh, the prisoners to find Rick uh, reminding him it's the last boat uh, but he says he promised his family uh, flowers every day so Michonne and the gang sail away but Virgil stays behind so whether he'll bump into our Alexandra's group or the hilltop or something I don't know but he stays behind and I'm guessing there's maybe a reason for that I don't know that I need to see Virgil again because there's, there's more well there's the whole well we still got Whisper War you know to, to, yeah, to, yeah. to sort of finish but uh, yeah what do you think of Virgil's future now that he's stayed behind uh, uh, I mean with the main group I, not I, I, I don't have any desperate need to come back to him he kind of served his purpose yeah um, uh, yeah, plot wise so there's no desperate need to come back. It may be something that they could pick up later on um, if they come up with something else that they think might be useful to use the island for, possibly. But right now, I don't think it's particularly necessary. 
you can just leave him milling around on that island on his own and that's fine you know he's obviously got supplies he's can go out and do well no he's stuck on the island now because he hasn't even got a boat has he so um so he's basically stuck there presumably he's got enough supplies and can grow things and we don't really need to go and see him again but maybe they go back and visit for some unknown reason or i Mm -hmm. i don't know i i'm perfectly happy to leave him stuck on that island he's served his purpose so (laughs) yeah yeah no i i agree as well i mean we have a whisper war to finish and then the next plot line after that yeah yeah, we'll see what we'll see what happens. Uh, on the journey, Michonne radios Judith. Uh, this is where things continue to get more interesting, <clears throat> uh, and explains that she's helping the Islanders get back home. Judith tells Michonne that they got to the horde and Alpha can't harm them anymore. Michonne tells um, her she found something of Rick's and that he might be alive. If you think he's alive, you have to go find him. Judith says. Michonne refuses, but Judith then still insists. We're okay. Judith says as a tear rolls down her, her cheek or her face, uh, while RJ still sitting there. Michonne hears that they're at the uh, coast, so she tells Judith she's going to head north and uh, try on the walkie every morning. Uh, they say they'd love each other, and then they'd uh, stop the conversation. So yes. uh, she also has a little chat with uh, RJ as well about yeah. the little strong man or something like that. Yes. Something along those lines. Uh, good to see RJ speak for a change because he's, yeah. he's been he's, more of this sort of like hey let's just shift him around the way from the danger that's basically uh, yeah. been... I mean to be fair he is a little kid so I yeah, mean you yeah. know he's you can only get so much acting out of them but um, yeah it was uh, it was nice little scene to see and it means that you can keep Judith on the show uh, and I, I think that's a good thing you know because we were worried that maybe Michonne will disappear without a but i mean you know they're they're fine i guess um as much as you can be in this world which you didn't reveal the fact that that they've had the entire place burnt to the ground but you know they're, they're presumably they're back in alexandria or oceanside and they're out of the way okay. so so uh and we know yeah they're not entirely fine because you know beta's still out there so yeah, that's not okay. <laughs> yeah. So, because we've seen what he's capable of. Um. Yeah, I thought it was a nice, assumably final conversation between her and Judith. Um. And obviously, we we see the bit with RJ. But yeah, it's. I mean, I'm not expecting like RJ to be taking down zombies or whatever. But just a little, a few lines yeah, was, from, from yeah, him a few was, lines was good. Was nice. So yeah, because we've. I think we've heard him say like "I love you, mummy" or something mm-hmm. before like that. But yeah, to see him just have a little bit of a conversation was good because. Yeah, although he's still young and the actor's still young and all that, and obviously Judith is supposed to be the new lead child on the show. Yes. Um, obviously, we understand that. But yeah, it was just good to see a little something from RJ. Because sometimes, I don't forget he's a character, but sometimes it's like, oh yeah, RJ's kind yeah. of here. But, there, but then again, when Carl was the older one and Judith was sort of in the background, that's sort of how we were feeling about Judith. It, yeah, basically, exactly. they, they, they swapped around, so... Mm. Um, so it's understandable, but it was just good to see that again. So uh, later, Michonne heads north through the woods. She cuts the arms and jaws off uh, two walkers uh, and chains them behind her, uh, like the old days. Obviously, showing you know, uh, comparing that to what she did in the Andrea scene. And that uh, suddenly she comes across uh, two strangers asking for help. Um, they'll leave without us, they say. When Michonne asks who, they point towards a large clearing, revealing a massive uh, caravan in the distance. Michonne remembers when Rick told uh, took her into at the prison. So Michonne kills uh, the Walker pets and walks towards the caravan. And that's the end of 
Michonne's time on the show and the end of the episode. Um, I think I, I'm going to assume that these people are tied into this group that Rick has supposedly I, gone off to. I would assume so. Yes. I would also hope so because otherwise, I don't know who these people are either. I don't recognize yeah. them as as characters and that sort of thing. Um, I'm suspecting that they're just red shirts from this group. Um. Because I don't recall who I don't really like recognize these two characters. Because I sort of feel like should I be should I remember who these two people are? But I I didn't. And then yeah, I assume this caravan is probably part of that. And again, we'll have to wait probably till next year at least for this Rick film. I don't know where I... they I don't know where they got up to with production because that the news on that even before all this stuff yeah, that's happening was now fairly... had had gone pretty quiet. So yeah, it was fairly slow. So I yeah I. I would think it's going to be at least next year before we um, see anything on that. Mm-hmm. Um, it may even be the year after. I mean, we just don't know at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what do you think of Michonne's, I suppose, final scene in the TV series? Yeah, I mean, it was it was a sweet scene. You know, the the walkie-talkie stuff I thought was was sweet, quite nice. And then you know you've got on onto this. I, and again, I, it's a nice um, bookend to how they opened it with. And it sort of shows how far she's come, and mm. that you have that little hint of her maybe going backwards a little bit, and then turning it around. So the, the, that opening scene is obviously a reminder of uh, an alternative version of what happened, but a reminder of kind of where we found her. And then this ending scene of shows that you know she's grown, and she's you know rather than the company of the undead, she's going with the company of people instead mm-hmm. so uh you know i that that i think is fine I, I, and uh, i thought it was a good ending in terms of you know getting rid of that character i do find it a little weird that they didn't find a way of her getting to say goodbye to everybody else because you didn't have any kind of big goodbye scene in any way but again as i said earlier had they done that and she gone back and realized Hilltop was burnt to the ground, they that would have been even less convincing that she would have left. Yeah. You know, because I, I, and I, so I think the radio thing plot wise, I think works in Judith going, no, it's all fine. You know, Alpha's dead. It's okay. Go, you know, you need to go and find him. Um, and I did get a great little bit of acting from Callie again, you know, yep. from uh, Judith, uh, and, it sort of makes sense and it works. I think uh, I, I'm just intrigued to see who this this new group is, but we probably won't find that out until the Rick movies. I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll see. Obviously, I have a bit of an idea of who they might be. There might be a different version yes. of those same characters. I can only guess from what I know, but I don't know for definite what will happen. Uh, I also don't write the show, so I can't tell you. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's the end of the episode. Let's get into some emails. Uh, of course, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK, there's the contact page and information in your show notes. We will still be here for episodes 14 and 15, and obviously, like we said, once episode 16 comes around, we'll be back for that. So uh, we don't know when that's going to be, but uh, we will find out some point i'm assuming uh jake says i'm kind of satisfied with michonne's exit i'm guessing this doesn't happen in the books but i said uh, i remember matt said she goes off on a boat uh in the book what happens i kind of already talked about the boat stuff yeah uh you, sh- you know she basically just goes off we don't see in in the book what happens she just kind of comes back after a certain amount of issues and pete's there and it's 
a well a similar storyline. Obviously, you have Virgil instead of Pete. I don't think Virgil is the same character as Pete, but with a name change. Um, I don't remember seeing that much from Pete himself in the book. Um, but I do think this is a different character. Yeah. Um, I I could have that slightly yeah wrong or whatever, but uh, yeah, but um, yeah, in the book this doesn't happen. Obviously, the same thing happens, but she comes back and in an earlier part of the story. So. Sort of the same thing, not the same situation, uh, but I think I've I've explained that perfectly well. So, mm-hmm. uh, any thoughts on that? Like the the changes that they've done, and obviously you've got the whole issue of you know the actress is leaving, and you have a different situation with the book where you just draw the character on the page, and you don't have any no, a- I mean actor issues. We're 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 so far away from the book in terms of characters, that, mm. you know, that, and I'm not up to date on the book anyway, so. I you know that that for me worked fine and like you say you are going to hit these roadblocks and problems that bumps that you have to get over because actors leave so uh, I you know you it, it's going to be very different to how the book is and it's been interesting to see how they've managed to remix things and what you've said about where the story goes in the books compared to what they've done on the tv so it's that has been interesting to hear but you know i can't offer any particular opinion on that specific thing because i'm not there on the books either so yeah uh phoebe says i'm guessing that michonne has uh gone off to look for rick i think that's pretty safe to assume uh so this would be following the same path of having a final episode but being uh in the spin-off films um yeah like we said this is her final episode we've had rick's final episode we assume they're going to meet up in the films i just my personal prediction or whatever i don't think we'll see her show up maybe the end of the first film or something but i really do i really do think for the start and the middle of the first film you've got to establish because it's been so much longer since we've seen rick where is he what's going on what's Anne's involvement who is this group you've got you've got so many questions to answer so and and just the the question alone of like okay does he suffer any kind of like amnesia because the accident that he had does he remember his family if he does why hasn't he tried to go back is there a reason for that we've we've got to wait for those answers so uh there's that yeah and i mean in in terms of those movies that is also going to be quite interesting because obviously andy and deny aren't coming back to the main show yeah so uh you've you've then got this situation then once the movies are done i mean deny may show up at the end of the first movie she may show up at the end of the second we don't know um but once those characters are reunited what happens then because they're not going to go back to the rest of the group um because that will put them back on the main show and neither of them are going to do that as far as we know at this point you know unless they're just taking a break so do you then have to remove Judith and AJ and do, do you have them come in and do a guest spot and saying, hi, we've just come to pick up the kids and then disappear again. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or, and it does, I mean, it does depend on whether they make it out of the entire thing alive, which is also not guaranteed at this point either. Yeah. It's awkward as well. Cause like Andy isn't even in America anymore. Like Michonne can, I should go. I'm so. assuming she's working on, well, when they get, whenever, when everyone gets back to, filming what they got to film i'm assuming she's in probably black panther 2 which is in development because she's still yeah. obviously alive in that so that's probably her next role i heard i hear that deny does a lot of stage work that probably also isn't happening at the moment no but what but once everybody gets back to doing you know back to normal ways of life um you know michelle uh, deny is uh, yeah assumably gonna do you know black panther 2 and whatever's next for her character in the mcu 
and then do these because I I do hear about you know like I said these stage plays things that he does I don't I don't know too much about them that's just what I've heard the other thing is that he does but with Andy he's in England at the moment so getting him to come over would be a whole you know, yeah yeah but process. I mean so the, the, well yeah and they're gonna get him I mean but he's still gonna shoot movies and if he's I mean he moved back to England because obviously his family is over here and he wanted to be closer to his family that was part of the reason why yeah. uh, he he finished and. But then he is going to go away and shoot films and shoot TV shows and that sort of stuff. So there are, I mean, he's an actor. There are going to be periods of time where he's away for a number of months. Um, but it, he knows that it's going to be a set period of time, which is what the the case of, of these movies. He's going to be probably in America to yeah, go back and it's shoot. It's like two hours those. instead of 16 so episodes. It, it so. could be a case of when they're doing the movies, they maybe shoot a little bit of a crossover where assuming they make it and they're both alive both characters or at least one of the characters is alive at the end of it it could be a case of they go back pick up the kids drop in for a guest episode and then leave again um mm. or it may be that by the time it's all resolved judith has sort of settled and doesn't want to you know they come back and say hi and judith goes no i'm not going with you i need i'm needed here so i mean you know she could be a few years older at that point we don't know because yeah. it's going to be a couple of years off before. I mean, potentially it could be, it might be next year, but it could easily be the year after or the year after that before we actually get the films. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, and the final question, Jared says: So, what is the end game with Rick and Michonne? Do you think they'll show up for the series finale? Of course, we don't know when the show's going to end. Uh, we've guessed a few more seasons, you know, three to five more seasons possibly. Obviously, we've got a season eleven in the books, um, and then we'll, we'll go from there. I think what you could potentially do again. This is just guessing. We don't know anything. Uh, obviously, no, no, no one really knows when the show's gonna end. Particularly, obviously, AMC would would give you a particular answer. But uh, um, yeah, I think I you don't even. Make... I'm not even convinced AMC now at this point. <laughs> right, they probably have an idea in their head, but uh, yeah, because obviously they they like to make money from the show. Um, yes. But uh, one of my kind of assumptions is, okay, we'll see these three Rick films. We don't know, well, we, first of all, we don't know when the first one's coming out, let alone the third one, because it's supposed to be a trilogy. Maybe if if that takes three to five years and then you finish that story, maybe he could come back for just like the finale and then wrap things up. Because like we've said before, yeah, we, we, mean... were, we were asked this a few weeks ago, once the show finishes, because like, so, someone asked us a few weeks ago, like, okay, what does The Walking Dead look like in 10 years? The show probably won't be on this show. And then we'll probably have just other Fear the Walking Dead or Walking Dead World Beyond type stories where it's just, okay, new characters in this Walking Dead world. So that's how you'll still continue that. But for ending the main show, which you will have to do eventually, that's what they could probably could do. Just to say to Andy, like, hey, you've done the three films and it's been, I don't know, five years maybe at that point and then come back for the finale with with Deny and wrap things up. Yeah, I, I think that when they do eventually say, hey, we're finishing it, I, I rather suspect you are going to have, you know, whoever happens to be alive at the end of it, you're probably right. going to have those characters coming back in some way, I would have thought, um, just because it's like a family to them. I mean, you know, if you ever seen them talking on set and, uh, you know, assuming they're available, I rather suspect you will have as many people as possible coming back to round everything off. Um, as long as it makes sense from a plotting point of view, of course. But yeah. you know, I, I I don't think that will be an issue. I don't think them going, no, I'm done with that because clearly they're not. And they're, they're, yeah, they're they're very close that group. Um, and yeah. 
I can I I think if they were asked to come back to do like a one off for something specific, they'll come back and do it. I don't think that's really an issue. Um but you know, we don't know. It could be that this goes on for another five years, it could be it ends at season twelve, it could be that it ends ends at the end of season eleven. You know, we could go on for another ten years. I mean, I think that's unlikely, but it could do. So yeah. So you yeah. could end up with an entirely different cast at that point. We mm. don't even know whether Rick and Michonne are going to make it to the end of those three movies. So, yeah, yeah. But for now, in the immediate future, we have a Whisper of Water finish, and yes. assumably we'll be back for that next week. So, yes. Um. Yeah. Because obviously the show isn't ending next week or anytime soon. Uh, but yeah, we have a Whisper of War to get to and to finish. Uh, I'm still very excited for all that. I know we've given our criticisms, I think fair criticisms of this episode. Uh, but yeah, we have a Whisper of War to finish. We have at least two episodes in the immediate future. We don't know when the third one's going to be. Um, but we will podcast on it when it comes out. So, yes. Um, but yeah, I'm, pre- I'm I'm still yeah pretty excited for for seeing this end of the Whisper of War or at least the next two parts of it and uh, things I'm still waiting to happen and all that sort of stuff. So um, yeah, good stuff still uh, ahead of us with The Walking Dead. So stay yeah. tuned with the podcast and with the show, of course. Um, so yeah, that's everything that we've got for you for this episode of the Walking Dead UK podcast. If you want to, uh, first of all, if you want to know if, when, and where your favourite TV shows come back, because there are still things coming out, even though things aren't filming yes. at the moment, there is still quite a lot this week. A actually. lot, yeah. yes, uh, including one Disney Plus, which happens to yeah. have you know w- w- one or two films on there, one or, one or two TV series on there. Um, yeah, you can find out uh, if, when, and where your favourite TV shows are coming back on GeekTown.co.uk. David's got you covered on there. Of course, if you want that in weekly uh, podcast. Format on Tuesdays, uh, Geek Town Radio, or just search for Geek Town uh, either on iTunes podcast services and of course it's on the website geektown.co.uk. So get yourselves informed. Uh, a lot of you are at home or whatever, so uh, make the most of the time and all that sort of stuff. And uh, yeah, get yourself listened to Geek Town. Of course, Bex was on yesterday, so uh, have a listen to that as well. Um, yeah, speaking of Bex, just you know, because I've mentioned her name and stuff, uh, please go and support her as well. She's streaming on Twitch, uh, Trista Bites. Uh, I think she's doing, was it midday and then like 8 o'clock for certain days? I've got notifications on so I know when she goes live. But uh, yeah, check her out on yeah. Tr- Trista Bites she's doing, as well. Um, yeah, she's doing, I think, midday to, like she's doing four hours from midday every day. And then she does a regular show on Sunday and Monday evenings as well. Cool. So check that out as well, Trista Bites on Twitch. Uh, if you want to support this podcast and support Entertainment Talk, we're on Patreon. Please check out the $1 and $3 level tiers uh, for review options and ad-free podcast options. Um, if you are using Amazon and still getting things delivered and that sort of stuff, uh, you can use our affiliate link. We can get a small cut of what you spend it, but it won't cost you anything extra. iTunes feeds, like I said, please rate review and subscribe to those. Uh, just search for Geek Town and Entertainment Talk. Get yourself subscribed and updated. Uh, and, of course, that will help us out as well. Uh, word of mouth, please tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds. If you see them discussing something that we've covered, uh, be sure to tell them about the content that relates to that. They'll help out as, as well. Social media, please share them on Facebook and Twitter and put them in different Facebook groups. Uh, lastly, video games. If you want to watch us play different video games, uh, me and David stream on Twitch, Robert streams on Mixer, and look out for Let's Play Sundays. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week for the continuation of The Whisper War. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.